Welcome, everyone, to Breaking Big Blue. I'm your host, Jordan Ronan, ESPN, ESPN.com, Giants reporter. And essentially, this is going to be the Saquon Barkley episode, okay? So we have Saquon. We're going to talk to him in a few minutes here. A lot to talk to him about because how he's doing in his recovery is a big part for the Giants, not only for their present, but for their future, right? The Giants have a big decision coming up with Saquon. I mean, it's getting closer and closer. He's entering now his fourth NFL season. They're going to have to decide if or when. It seems more uh, inevitable of the when part, especially after hearing John Mara talk recently. And we'll, we'll debate another time about whether you think that's right or wrong. But this team is built around Saquon Barkley. He's their number one weapon. We saw that this year. Their offense without him was lacking. And I'm probably being uh, nice about that by saying, by you guys just saying lacking. Okay? Their weapons were insufficient without Saquon Barkley. Like, they need this guy. Uh, this team is, is essentially built offensively around him. So they need him to come back, and they need him to be healthy. So we'll ask Saquon about that, how he's doing, what he's up to, uh, what he's going to be doing this offseason. Because this remember, this is still kind of a crazy offseason. We're still in a pandemic around this country. So where you go, what you do, where you rehab, it's going to be kind of interesting for him. A little, a little different for sure than it might have been otherwise. So Saquon's also involved in the Campbell's Chunky Million Meals Challenge. Uh, we'll talk to him about that. That's an event that's coming up on Monday, January 25th, where he'll be helping uh, raise money for children who, uh, you know, and, and hunger, the hunger problem throughout this world, this country that children face today. Uh, you can still, you can donate if you want, millionmealschallenge.com or by texting MEALS52000 for a one-time $25 donation. This is throughout the tournament, which will be Monday at 8 p.m. Now, let's take care of some housekeeping first, okay? The Giants and the rest of the league, teams that are out of it right now, this is sort of a down period except for the teams that are making coaching changes. Now, the Giants are going to likely have some changes in their coaching staff. Not a ton, but offensively, it sounds like offensive line coach Dave DiGuglielmo, DiGuglielmo, we've practiced that before, uh, is his contract is up. Uh, he was brought in, really was supposed to be as a, a sort of consultant. Took over, obviously, when the Mark Colombo thing blew up. Uh, so he's out of contract right now. I wouldn't say it's completely out of the question that he comes back with the Giants. They've talked about bringing him back, but they haven't come to any sort of uh, contractual agreement. So as of right now, it looks like they might go elsewhere. I wouldn't rule it out completely that he does end up coming back. Let's see how that goes for Gooch. Uh, also, I mean, just from talking to people in and around the team, you still get the impression that there could be more changes coming on the offensive side of that coaching staff. We just, we just don't know. There's, there's been nothing concrete that suggests that they're definitely coming back in Fulham. We're obviously talking about Jason Garrett here, uh, because look, their offense was shaky. Jason Garrett was sort of like a arranged marriage for Joe Judge. You know, he was suggested upon him. By ownership. So whether Jason Garrett is back, I still get the impression, it's just my impression from talking to people, nobody has flat out said this, that there could be some changes. I don't know to what degree, whether they add a, 
you know, a passing game coordinator, a run game coordinator, or, or alter some responsibilities. Who knows exactly what it is? But my gut from talking to people right now says there, there still could be some changes in store. As for players, the Giants will have some decisions to make. They'll have time for that, though. Coaches this pet last week were pretty much out of the building. Even Joe Judge, he went away, went out of the building, took some time off. Uh, Patrick Graham as well. Jason Garrett was waiting for the Chargers. Obviously, he did not get that job. That went to Brandon Staley, the defensive coordinator of the of the uh, where's he at the Rams? Getting confused out there between the the, the L.A. San Diego team. I'm trying not to say San Diego, even and I know it's L.A. It's the L.A. Chargers. I'm trying. Not that it's like the R word when I talk about the Washington football team. So, uh, But yeah, so the coaching situation still up in the air a little bit. Going to be some changes on that offensive staff. We'll see how many. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, quarterbacks coach Jerry Shaplinski or even tight ends coach Freddie Kitchen gained a bit more responsibility offensively. Those are two guys I believe Joe Judge has a lot of trust in offensively. So those are guys maybe that more align with his uh, philosophical beliefs. So we'll, we'll kind of see how that goes here. I think that's something to keep an eye on. As for players, right, the free agency, we're still we're talking like a, a good month before there's any decisions made. Even guys like Leonard Williams and Dalvin Tomlinson who are free agents, contracts aren't getting done now. I don't even think uh, Leonard Williams can because once that date passed for franchise players, he cannot re-sign until I believe the season is over. So there's nothing that's going to happen there. Plus he's on the verge of free agency uh, where he could make a lot of money if he wants. He he has downplayed that being the case that that financial aspect of it is, is his, uh, you know, primary focus. But a lot of guys say that it's a lot different. You know, how many of them actually mean it? Like when push comes to shove, are you going to take $15 million a year over $20 million a year if you can get $20 million a year elsewhere? Really? You really going to do that? Because I don't know many, if any, players that will actually do that. So we'll see if Leonard Williams is, is really uh, you know, willing to you know, walk the walk. Right now he's talking the talk. But is he willing to walk the walk? Different story. Uh, there's some decisions to be made. I mean, the Golden Tate... That's a decision to be made later. It'll be, but I mean, it would be really hard to see him coming back at this point. Nate Solder's an interesting one. I told you guys, and we'll, we'll get to the Saquon right after this. I told you guys I would mention this before uh, in the last episode. Uh, his financial situation, okay? So, essentially, if the Giants bring Nate Solder back next year, they'll have to pay him $10 million in cash. So he'll be a $10 million player out of their pocket. He will count those $16 million against the salary cap, which is a big number. Uh, probably it's the biggest salary cap number the Giants will have as of right now, except, you know, Leonard Williams comes back. He he would beat that or who if they bring out bring in someone else who's a big uh, splash kind of guy. He'll be ahead of him. But So Nate Solder will count the most on their books against the salary cap if they bring him back. Now, if they cut him, they still have $10.5 million in dead money, okay, because – his contract was told. It means it was basically pushed back. At least most of the money was pushed back. It's almost as if last year never happened. Now, he opted out. It was uh, uh, for good reason. I mean, he had his family to worry about. I don't, if, you, if you have a problem with that, you need to reassess yourself personally. But so his money got pushed back. 
So $10 million dead money if the Giants do cut him. $6 million cap savings only if they do cut him. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, dec- it's a chunk, $6 million, but it's also not a huge chunk. I mean, they're not going to go be able to sign a left tackle or right tackle that's probably better than Nate Solder for $6 million. It's a tough thing to do. You know, maybe, maybe you can, but I mean, Nate Solder at least has that upside to play at a really high level. I know he hasn't. Been a few years now, but so this is going to be a decision. That that's going to be the big decision of the offseason. Now, I'll keep you informed as I learn, you know, pick up crumbs along the way and learn some stuff. But in the meantime, let's get to the highlight of this episode. Let's talk to Saquon Barkley. On to the next one. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. All right, we're here with Saquon Barkley. Saquon, welcome. Uh, how's everything going, man? Everything's going good. I can see you now, by the way. Oh, okay. Home, everything's going good. Good looking man, isn't it? <laughs> Fine looking man. I put on my, you know, I took up the sweatpants for you. You know that. I appreciate rare, that. I appreciate rare that. these days. I don't. I really don't see you in in, in the suit uh, much, especially uh, what's going on uh, with COVID. Only seeing you guys uh, through a Zoom meeting and stuff like that. Yeah, you miss us. I know, right? Oh uh, yeah. Let's go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so tell me, you're you're doing something with the called the Chunky Million Meals Challenge, right? Yeah. Uh, explain to me what it is and and your involvement. Yeah. So it's a Madden tournament, and I will be. Uh, champion with Chunky's coach, along with a couple of uh, other NFL players, uh, Mike Miles, Justin Jefferson, Jerry Julian, those guys. And the whole uh, purpose of this is for a great cause. And it's to raise money to provide over 100 million meals um, to kids uh, who, who need food. And, and Campbell's is going to be donating 32 million uh, of those meals. So um, anytime, you know, I, I, I always love working with Campbell's. I've been working with them for, I think, since my rookie year, to be honest. Um, and they have the same passion as I do and uh, love giving back and um, giving back to the community. So anytime, you know, you can partner up with those guys, it's, it's always an honor. Uh, it's January 28th. It'll be broadcast live on NFL Network, all, all kinds of other places as well. Uh, and people can donate at millionmealschallenge.com. You, know, it, you do, uh, I will say this. Every time, and at least all your Campbell's initiatives, it, they always seem to be uh, children-based. Uh, a lot, of, a lot of your initiatives, a lot of things you're working with. What? Tell me why? Why you like to go in that direction? Why that? I guess is your preference. Um. All honestly, I don't think it's just uh, that's the 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 goal. Um. I, I think it's kind of side of the line. Um. I'm I'm just really for about giving back. Uh. Understanding that you know. God put me in a position to um, play the sport that I love and especially in one of the biggest markets in the world and uh, have a lot of eyes on me. And, you know, I want to try to do things the right way um, through and help and teach kids from the things I do positive and even, you know, the mistakes I make and um, using the, the 
the, the people that I have around my team and the people that I also work with and um, like, like such as Campbell's um, to find unique ways that we can give back. And, um, you know, like I said, it's always an honor when you have those type of people around you that have the same idea and the same mindset as you have. So how's your Madden game? Like when you play, are you one of those guys who play the Giants and run yourself like 60 carries for like 450 yards or something like that? My Madden game is awful. I'll be honest. It's <laughs> awful. Um, especially I was just got done talking to a whole bunch of pros and we just got done drafting our guys um, onto our team. And um, it's it's not I, I hate I hate playing with the Giants because I don't like if I mess up. I gotta take myself out. I get too. I'm like <laughs> you too bench invested. yourself. You really bench yeah, yourself. I, I bench myself. I'm too invested <laughs> into it. So it's like, um, it's it's always been fun. And like growing up, I was like, I can't wait till I'm in the Madden game. I can't wait. But right. then, like when I actually got into it, it's like I'm way too competitive uh, to to like say if I break like a long run and like I think in my head I would have scored a touchdown, but I see right. a safety come and catch me. I'm just like, what's going on? The, you know, like video game Saquon can't do it in your mind. Real, real life Saquon could do that. That's uh, yeah. Let's go, let's, let's, I mean, but I, I will say, uh, especially talking to a lot of kids uh, that play the game, um, I think I'm one of a lot of people's favorite players to play with. Um, so that's pretty cool too. I'm sure you're pretty good. You're speaking of your competitiveness, so I want to know, right? What is this year been? I want been like for you in regards to watching games. I mean, I, I we see you on social media. You like, you know. Uh, you you give right. You're even emphatic. I can I could see you just by your words. You know you you finish with the quadruple letter at the end, seven exclamation points. You seem like you're very invested watching the game. Are you, are you like a crazy fan watching the game? Can you sit uh, down? What's that What's that experience like been for you? Uh, no, um, I'm definitely up. I'm yelling at the TV. I'm screaming. Um, if say if Sterling, uh, makes a touchdown, he's flexing. I'm up there flexing with him. Um, but it was tough. It was, it was tough because, you know, you, you want to be out there so bad and it's just, it's just hard. It was hard to, to, to watch those guys. But at the same time, I was so happy and so proud of them. Um, you know, especially, uh, well, obviously we didn't start the year we would like to and, and kind of got, uh, kind of got hot towards the end of the season and in, in the middle of the season. Um, but uh, like I said, it, it, it's you're too invested. You're, I'm definitely passionate about it. Um, but it was tough at first. Um, but still getting to that, at least get some involvement in football is, is always a good thing. So where are you at? Now? I mean, where 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 are you at in your progression? What's the plan? Like, you go to California, you train. You're going to train here. You you have uh, your personal trainer. And how, how are you going to handle this whole thing now? Um, right now I'm be doing most of it with the Giants, um, especially with Lee and all those guys. I th- I think they've been doing a great job um, for me. Um, nothing's really planned. I'm still trying to uh, figure out what's going to happen. I think the Lee means after Super Bowl, where we mm-hmm. figure out if we're even going like have OTAs or how they're going to uh, even adjust to that. Um, only thing I do know that I have planned for sure. Uh, I'm definitely going to link up with O. Um, obviously Odell uh, tore his knee up a little bit too. Um, and, you know, I think just, we both believe, um, just being there and, and, you know, we're really good friends and, uh, competing with each other and pushing each other will also be good too. But that's the only thing that I, I know, like for certain what I'm going to do, everything, yeah. else, everything else in the air. That was actually my next question. Cause I, you guys, I know you're friendly, you and Odell, mm-hmm. uh, you have, you used each other as sounding boards. Have you consulted each other of like how you're doing and like kind of comparing yourself and, and how close are you in regards to, you know, where you are in your, in your rehab and your progression? Yeah. I mean, we definitely, we, we definitely talk whether it's on the phone or uh, playing call of duty, uh, obviously probably played a little more of that than uh, I would like to uh, this, this year. Um, but 
I, it was weird. Uh, I'm literally rehabbing. Uh, I remember I'm rehabbing and I'm looking up and I'm watching, like, I see like a clip and I see Odell get hurt. So that definitely hurt me. But to to have, I mean, it's, it's obviously we both wouldn't want to go through this, I guess you could say. But um, I think it's very important that um, since we are really close and we, we know each other so well and we are true uh, two competitors and we think that we can really help each other, um, I do think it's important to, to really link up. But at the same time, we both got to come in with the mindset um, of get 1% better each day. And um, that's what we got to get from each other, um, however you, way we can get it. You're going to train together at some point, you think? Definitely. Definitely going definitely going to uh, – I mean, we always end up – we always – Every year, uh, I always link up with him. Right, meaning in, a, you yeah. in California, usually. Yeah, so at, somewhere, but um, definitely going to definitely find a way to link up. And you know, obviously, I would love to even any any of those guys that you know that's going through the same injury, where it's whether it's uh, Joe, um, Bush, uh, the Bud, um, you know, there's a couple guys this year. Any any guy, I think it'll be I think it'll be really dope if we can uh, all link up. And what what do you what's your expectation for that? Is it you're gonna have to hold yourself back because you don't want to be too competitive? Yeah, or are you, you're gonna kind of like compare yourself like, to them a little bit. Yeah, it's not more like uh, comparing each other because uh, every one injury, even though it may have this or have that, every one injury is different. Um, so it's not really more of comparing or competing with each other. What I mean, like competing, like like competing within ourselves and making sure that we're there pushing each other and getting the best out of each other. Um, because especially when you go through injuries, I mean, um, there's going to be uh, those times where, you know, you, you might have to back off a rehab or this might be a day you might be able to push it. Um, and sometimes it, it's just not, it's how life works. Sometimes it's, it's better to have people uh, that um, you, you know you care about and they care about you to help you do that too. As in regards to the Giants, right? Um, you saw what this year was like, 31st in total offense. For you having to sit there and watch that, what's that like to know that you guys finished with the 31st total offense? You were part of it, but granted, you know what? It was one and a half games or whatever. Um, yeah. Uh, definitely, definitely. you know, it, it, it sucks to see it when you're out, when you're just watching. Um, I would say just because you can't be out there. Um, but even though we may have not finished where we would like to be, uh, this was, I think I saw a lot of positivity, a lot of glimpse of, um, you know, the, the future, the future is very bright, whether it's within um, the offense or the offensive line or, you know, the, all the guys that we have there. Um, you know, I still believe and still have trust and faith uh, that we can be an explosive offense. And um, I'm looking forward to hopefully uh, be able to add to that again next year. What needs to be fixed? Um, I would say, you know, at the end of the day, the big thing about football is everyone most likely, to be honest, are running kind of the same plays. Um, and whether they, people call it differently, different names, stuff like that. At the end of the day, it's, if it's an inside zone, it's inside zone. If it's a stretch play, it's a stretch play. Uh, there might be different techniques and people might coach it up differently. Um, but I just think we got to continue to buy in, continue to come in and work every single day um, and continue to believe in each other. And I think that's where it starts. And I truly believe that we do that. Um, we can we can uh, really uh, shake some things up. So last one, and how realistic is it in your mind for you to go from 31st, you know, second worst offense to be in the top, you know, top half, top 10, top five, whatever it is next year in one year to make that flip? Um, I think I do believe we can, but I do believe that it has to start off with 
uh, right now uh, in this offseason. We have Falcons offseason, and whenever we are able to do it, um, able to link up, um, obviously smart in a smart way, in a safe way, obviously still what's, what's going on in the world um, and preparing ourselves. And then when we are back to normal, uh, whether that's camp and, and so on, so on, um, continue to work every single day and continue to push each other in. And I think those things can happen. Saquon Barkley, thank you very much. Hey, get healthy. Every, you know, it's a lot more fun when you're on the field. You know, we, we want it. We all want to see it. Thank you. I appreciate that. You got it, man. Appreciate your time. No problem. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. That was Saquon Barkley there. I had a little slip. I think I said January 28th. Uh, The Chunky Millions Meal Challenge is this Monday. This Monday, January 25th. It's on the NFL Network, the NFL YouTube channel, Madden Competitive Gaming YouTube, the Madden Twitch, the CSL uh, Esports Twitch account. And viewers are encouraged to donate to GenU to help tackle food insecurity among the nation's children. You could donate at millionmealschallenge.com or by texting MEALS to 52000 for a one-time $25 donation. It's going to be really interesting, and and, uh, that's why you're always looking very carefully at how Saquon's doing health-wise and what's going to happen moving forward because these next 12 months with Saquon Barkley are going to be huge for him, for the Giants organization, for the future of the franchise. They're really going to tell you where this organization is headed, right? Um, Whether they're headed in the right direction, they're close to winning, whether how they handle pay, uh, whether they're going to pay him, whether he's he comes back healthy at at his old form. And really, I have no doubt uh, with the way ACL injuries have become these days and the way the the way modern uh, medicine has evolved that Saquon Barkley is and will come back. I mean, he's 23 years old. I think he turns 24 a couple weeks or so, but he's 23 years old. People come back from ACL injuries pretty regularly now, and it, it's not something that you kind of, you know, you lose a little bit of a step for the most part, unless there's other damage than just the actual tear. So I think for the most part, I expect Saquon Barkley to come back and be his old self from what he was like, you know, pretty much his rookie year, because last year was kind of ruined too. So, uh, And now I want to get to a little Jordan on the beat, and we'll make this mostly the Saquon episode, but I, I do want to sneak in here a little Jordan on a beat where I tell you what it's like to cover the New York Giants, to work for ESPN and, and cover the NFL in general. And I think it's appropriate for me to give you 
an idea of what that this offseason, again, is going to be quite interesting, right? With COVID, coronavirus, still a problem, traveling, still limited. I mean, the combine is not going to be the combine that everybody knows and loves. I mean, it's not going to work that way. They've already laid out sort of that there's going to be no workouts. So there's going to be pro days and that's where, and, and it's going to be, the videos are going to be shared to all the teams, whether they're there or not. So no combine. I will not be going to Indianapolis this year. I pretty much go every year. Uh, that is a, a breeding ground for information of uh, agents, teams. They talk, Wink, wink about free agents uh, that are about to become guys that are about to become free agents. And that's why you see a lot of times these things are done before. Now, they'll probably be done remotely, virtually, whatever. But to not be around that atmosphere, you know, information might not flow quite as freely once again. And the same with the senior ball. I've been to that multiple times. Everyone gets together. They go and they watch. This is their first chance to scout a lot of these guys. You find out a lot of good nuggets during these uh, these events. And to not have them this year is going to create another challenge. And it's also going to stifle information a little bit. I mean, I'll do my best for you guys, I promise, to, get to you know make the calls, to get out there, to text as many people as possible, but to not be there face-to-face. And there's certain people that you just bump into when you're at the Senior Bowl. Or you just bump into when you're at the combine. You have a conversation. They, you know, tell you something about what's going to happen in free agency, or about internally, or about uh, who they think, you know, is are, are the top linebackers in in free agency. Like these kind of things happen. And last year, it happened. I was talking to someone, and I found out who, you know, they they, they were pretty open with me about who they thought were the top linebackers in free agency, and. You're like, okay, you just take it, you jot it down, you, you put it in your back pocket, and then you piece all this information together, and then you have you get you provide informed reporting later on down the line. So that's kind of the way it works. But this year, it's gonna be a lot tougher. So just giving you a heads up on that. Uh no excuses. I'm not making excuses here. I still have to do my job and do it well, but we're living in a different world. We're we're every, everything is different. Uh, the, you just not as free to move around and interact with other people. I mean, that's still the reality of the society that we live in to the working environment that we're in. I mean, people aren't sending employees on trips like they used to. I mean, I, I I haven't traveled since the combine. That's the last time I traveled. I actually snuck in a vacation last February. Uh, we went to Cancun as a family, got it in just before things started shutting down. And then the combine was like the last straw of what, right? It was early March, I believe, of right around late February, early March, of right around when, you know, this country started to get shut down. And it really isn't fully opened up because people like me haven't traveled, haven't gone out, haven't, you know, I, I mean, I've gone out of my house, but I haven't gone away. You, I don't travel out of town very often, if at all. And if it is, it's within like a 30-mile radius of where I'm at. So uh, that's where we're at heading into this offseason. We'll see what happens. The Jason Garrett, uh, I guess, I don't know if decision is even the right word. Situation in general, of what his future is at this point, that's something we'll be monitoring moving forward. Trust me, if I have anything definitive on it, you'll know. 
And we'll talk about that at a later date. So uh, with that, that's the end of this episode of Breaking Big Blue. As always, like, subscribe, tell your friends. I'm your host, Jordan Ronan, ESPN.com Giants reporter. See you next time.